0: Morning, everybody. This is Steve Smith, editor of PhD News Magazine, and today I'm talking to Ted Steiner and Michael Steiner, Latrobe Foundry. If I've done my math right, let me see if I've done it. Ted is the grandson of the founder of Latrobe. Michael is, is the great grandson. Correct. Correct. right. All right, good. Because I was out to see you guys last year. You were celebrating 85 years, so I think you've done a, a few things right. But obviously, now here we are faced with something that no one could see coming. I wonder if you could just tell me a little bit about what's going on. You know. Tell me, let's go back from the beginning of the year when we didn't even think about these things. What what did the year ahead, what did 2020 look to you guys like in January for business? Well, I'll
1: back up. A couple months, typically the fourth quarter, and our business is typically slow because our customers typically do their year-end inventory counts. So they, they, they don't want our stock on their shelves, so they have to count it. So we were optimistic as we moved into 2020. I'll be cautiously optimistic about that because it's also a presidential election year, mm-hmm. so we typically are slower in orders until things kind of figure themselves out a okay. year around the conventions and so. good, you know, stream of orders, except our customers are now aren't buying in the quantities that they were purchasing earlier. They're buying just what they need or what their customers need. Mm-hmm. So they're not stocking it mm-hmm. at this point. In a way, it hasn't been quite as bad from us f- from a production
0: changes are you are you making to making of the product in terms of COVID nineteen? You know what, what's um, the workforce like? I mean I mean I, I was at your facility of course and you know obviously there's people close by to each other I suppose, but I'm I'm guessing maybe not so much now. Not so much now. The thing is you recall Steve, we have
1: nine guys who work at our plant and machine shop, but they're also spread over three different up that we have. Okay. We have been able to retain all our employees at this point. Again, part of that is because of the, the backlog mm-hmm. that we are working through. And we also know that we're going to come out of this at some point. Sure. So, you know, we don't want to be caught shorthanded and having to bring somebody back or risk losing them to somebody else.
0: So everybody's working that was working before. You haven't had to lay off anybody or no, no. one's certainly gotten sick, I guess.
1: We've had colds. I mean, uh-huh. we're, co- we're coming into allergy season now sure, sure, but here sure. in western Pennsylvania. So, you know, people get sick. Okay. And we've told everybody that, you know, if you're not feeling good, don't come in. You know, and if you, if it's that bad, make sure you get to the doctors.
0: Now, from an output standpoint, I mean, it sounds like you're still churning away, but are things in, in full slam right now?
1: We're probably running at about 70% of where we should be and typically be. We're running
0: things look you mentioned you've got you know sizable backlog and things i mean it looks healthy but what what does the next quarter look like the next three months
1: that's the unknown from at least from our standpoint here in pennsylvania you know as long as orders hold up we'll be fine if this thing drags out if the stay-at-home orders remain in place you know again our business top 10 customers also export. So, you know, we don't experience the peaks and valleys aren't quite as sharp. They're more rounded for us just because of the nature of the
2: industries that we sell into and the geographic diversity of our customers. I think it's it's also important. You mentioned that we recently celebrated our 85-year anniversary. You know, we've got a pretty good idea of what a slow year would look like in terms of orders and sales volume and what a robust and normal. We have all of that data that we're constantly able to look at and kind of adjust ourselves. And we're also small enough and and nimble enough where we can make changes, I think, faster than a lot of manufacturers and today. You know, it's one of the perks of what we can do. It can also be a hindrance depending on, you know, how long certain things happen. But I think we're trying to plan out as far as we can but know that we can make that turn quickly if we need to.
0: And now, Michael, you're in Pasco, Washington, where you open up a new facility. We're gonna talk about that a little later in our conversation. And of course I was gonna, you know, see you what, a week from Monday, yep. I think. I was heading out yep. your way. Yep. Coming up. <laughs> And of course, with COVID-19, I think that changed my travel plans a little bit. So someday I'll I'll come see you face-to-face. But in light of all the stuff we talked about, what's happening with Pasco, can you tell me a little bit about the new facility and how that's set up to help out?
2: Absolutely. So Washington, kind of at a macro level, was one of the first states to really institute the social distancing. And we were one of the first states affected by the virus, even. Mm -hmm. We were having this conversation in early March. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, of just okay, what do we do? Where are the contingencies? Most of the cases have been on the Seattle side, we're on the Eastern side, kind of closer to Idaho over here. So we are away from the big cities of, you know, the Spokane, the Seattles, even Vancouver. We're kind of insulated from them. But over here, you know, we've got with the machinery that we have, it is myself and our machinist. His name's Anthony. And we're running three machines that really are running themselves at this point. So we can focus on getting orders out. So really, our change on this side of the state, and I think it also rings true for Pennsylvania, limiting people coming into the facility, not that there are many salespeople out there, but even our UPS driver who's here twice a day is more of just a, hey, out there, great, thanks. We'll pick it up. Mm-hmm. Or, hey, the shipments are on the pallet. Good to see you. We'll, yeah. we'll see you next time.
0: Yeah. Touchless so, order entry, I guess, is, yeah. is the word of the day. hmm Okay. That's really
2: been our big change, mm-hmm. again, with two people, there's a lot more communication between us of just, oh, you know, you're not feeling well, okay, mm-hmm. if you want to come in early or come in a little bit later mm-hmm. if you're up for it, you know, again, being having that nimble mindset and being able to do it and just talk it out on a daily basis.
0: Well, fair enough, fair good. Have I asked you everything about COVID-19? Is there something I haven't asked about, I guess you'd say, that you'd like to bring up in terms of the business?
2: Well, one of the things, I believe we had the 3D printer up and running when you were out last year. We recently have gone to, and I've seen a lot of people doing this, we are working with some people we know at the local hospitals to try and get face shield components printed out to the people on the front line who need the face shields and everything the most. Uh-huh. So I was actually approached by someone who I went to college with who lives locally to our shop in Pennsylvania, uh-huh. whose sister is a emergency room nurse. Uh-huh. And he said, Hey, I've got the file. I just need the printer. Would you be open to this? Uh-huh. So it's one of the things that we bring the material in, we print out as many as we can. Yeah. He picks them up and assembles them for his sister and their hospital. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's something that we're fortunate enough to be able to
0: do. Yeah.
2: And our industry in general, I think, has been doing it a lot of kind of putting whatever resources we all can into helping the people on the front line as we're able to stay open.
0: Yeah, absolutely. There's been a lot of people switching gears and helping out in any way they can. There's no shortage of stories that I see every morning of contractors obviously have a fleet of truck service vehicles, and they've taken to delivering groceries and prescriptions to their customers and non-customers alike. So it's good to hear you guys are able to help out. Do you have any idea how many face shields you've done Uh, so far? the,
1: The component so far is we delivered the first set of 10 to Mike's friend for his sister. We're kind of on hold at the moment mm-hmm. because they're seeing getting them assembled, putting them into use, and he will let us know if they need additional ones made right. in there. What we're seeing in western Pennsylvania is there is not quite the overload of patients that they were anticipating. Mm-hmm. I mean, at one point, they were talking about 2,000 people, hospital beds, hospitals and it hasn't hit that level. So you know, like I said, you know, we're we're here to help them out. Yeah,
0: well that, that's good news I you guess and, and it's better safe than sorry and it's always good to be prepared.
1: That's true. Perfect.